there's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with Call She. Maybe you have a thought on TikTok. Will Congress ban it? Or won't they? Will Taylor Swift's album be album of the year? What about Biden's approval rating or inflation? And a whole lot more. You can trade futures on all of that and make money if you're correct. $20 bonus if you go to callshe.com slash follow the money spelled K-A-L-S-H-I and deposit $50. There is no guarantee of performance and an investor could lose their entire investment, including fees. iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at callshe.com. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts, if you dare. Let's start with this in today, Paulie, because, you know, for years, uh, when when TNT would open up the NBA season, on opening night, Charles Barkley would go on national TV and he would tell the entire audience, look, like three teams can win the title this year. And I'm sure TNT, they were like, Chuck, what are you doing? You can't. Yeah. Oh, he was right. He was always right. It was yeah. it was basically a three, four, maybe a five-team race. And I went back and looked all the way to 1980 to the preseason odds and then the odds before the opening round. We haven't had a lot of long shots. Win this thing. If you go back to 2000, only 10 teams before this, sorry, only six teams before the season started had at least 10 to 1 odds. That was it. And the longest shot before the opening round started was Dallas back in 2011 when they were 18 to 1. Other than that, you can't find one mm-hmm. that was in double digits. This year, it is completely open. Yes. With how many teams can win the uh, win the title? The other thing is, who wants the one seed? Because it looks like the Nets and the oh the Lakers last night. Pu, my God, that the, the Lakers will be in the playing round, and you might have to draw them. Who wants LeBron James if you're the one or the two? Yeah. And you could face or on the Nets. I'll tell you. I what. mean, who wants the one seed in the East? You might get Kevin Durant. Yeah, the, the Lakers are very lucky. The teams below them in the Western Conference stink this year, and they're you're not. Right. They're not going to. Uh, you would have missed the playoffs. But and all this, just you know, this Jordan Lebron talk of it, all these bozos would want to do this at the same time every year. I mean, this is a hit to the legacy here. I mean. It, it, I can't believe LeBron and AD isn't good enough. But good, but five games under 500, the ninth seed. It's an embarrassment. I totally agree. Oh, I missed the playoffs in his first year. Won the title in the pandemic. Last year got bounced early. That was partially due to the uh, Davis injury. Mm-hmm. And now this year, just, uh, I mean, yeah. horrible. No, you're right. But, uh, but you get, you're going to get Chris Paul back at some point. But Suns, Warriors, I think, I think Memphis is live to win the West. Oh, so it's a I. great story, right? Jazz getting guys back. They've won 8 of 10. Stranger things have happened. Uh, and then in the East, it's going to be crazy. I mean, it's absolute madness. The one seed's Miami. You can find them 5-1 to one to win the East. And I, I was listening to a podcast while we are on vacation. This was last week. Their best four players, Hero, Bam, Lowry, and Butler, have played together for a combined 59 minutes. Yep. And they're the one seed. Yep. And That's they get an the big incredible game story. Them. Right, but the, the, the Eastern Conference playoffs Again, will be great. That tells you how good of a coach he is. Yes. Right? Same thing in Chicago. Billy Donovan, I think at this point we can all recognize, is a very good NBA coach. Uh, we'll touch on this coming up in about 10 minutes. DeRozan absolutely has to be one of the favorites to win the MVP. But the, the Bulls, and there, you know, a lot has been going around about the Bulls and how they have struggled against really good teams this year. 
Well, if you go back and look, that's another team that they against good teams, they've been missing like all their players this year. Mm-hmm. And they're doing this, and they have been doing this now, and they got hot before the break, and after the last couple of games, they did lose to Memphis over the weekend. But we're talking, again, no ball, no Caruso. Levine's missed some action. The kid that got hurt right away on opening night, they've missed a ton of uh, guys this mm-hmm. year. Mm-hmm. And they're still right there. They could potentially get the one seed. And they're still, what, three games up on the Bucks in the Central? And the Bucks, that was an awful loss for that team over the weekend against Brooklyn. How, does how, how do you lose that game at home? Yeah, stop Kyrie. Couldn't do it. They are uh, having a rough month. They're 12-12 and 12 in their last 24, and they're 24th in defense. In in the month of February, what has happened there? Uh, I know, right? But still, though, they're going to be they're going to be a tough out. Celtics are a great story. I don't think they're going to make a deep run though. But their defense has been outstanding since uh, the start of the year. Can't believe it. And yeah. then and then maybe the dumbest comment we've seen in quite some time. Members of the Atlanta Hawks saying, "Eh, we were bored this year. We, we've, been, we've been bored so far because you go because you go to the conference finals once and you got and Philly choked. You boy, well, okay." Thanks, guys. That, that, I mean, come on. It's like you were the Lakers with Magic Johnson going to the finals every year. What kind of a comment is that? That we were bored. Atlanta Hawks. Laughable. But <laughs> you're, you're right, though. When you look at the standings right now, and Durant is uh, supposed to come back this week now, what they were saying last night, uh, at the eight spot, they get in and they're, they're locked into the eight. Who's going to want them? I mean, are we, are we going to yeah. see teams at the top, such as the Heat and the Bulls, down the stretch saying, mm, yeah, we don't want the one seed. Yeah. Go ahead. You can have it. No. Sitting guys, losing games, that kind of a deal down the stretch. Sure. Yeah. That would make sense because I don't want to see it. I know that we're pretty strong. We're anti-Ben Simmons on this show. But once he gets back into the mix, and then you can, it's going to be Kyrie and it's going to be Kevin Durant. Durant was playing at an MVP level before he got hurt. And he can still to this day be the best player on any court on any night. Mm-hmm. And he could dominate games. And you want to see that team as the eight seed? No, thank you. Yeah, well, I, I know you're not the only one who uh, shut the game off yesterday, but the 76ers might be the team to beat in the East, too. And a lot of people, it's, it's just going to be a parade to the free throw line. Oh, it's which ugly. It's, it's t- going to be a tough watch, but as Embiid said, we're going to be unstoppable here with, with, with myself and what Harden's doing. All of a sudden, Harden's uh, 100% ready to go, right? Well, that was that was the biggest... Oh, sure, uh, absolutely. That was a lock. Yeah, yeah. Speaking of legacy, quitting on two teams in 13 months. But in any event, I mean, a lot of people are turned off by the fact that it's just three-hour games and 45 free throws. But good good luck beating the Sixers, too. This is I, juicy, Junior. I, I gave it eight minutes in the first quarter. Are you I, serious? I said, that's enough for me. You're not the only one. It's, it's not, first uh, of all, yeah, and I, uh, yeah. I will admit this, I mean, Harden clearly is an awesome basketball player. I've never been able to watch him play basketball, though. He just, it, it bothers me. I hate the herky-jerky crap. I can't stand it. Now, Embiid with the up and down, oh, going to the free throw line. Oh, there's another free throw trip. Um, free throw attempts in the last two games. Yeah. Heat, Knicks, Grizzlies, Bucks, Spurs, Pelicans, Nets, Blazers have 61 or more free throws. Embiid and Harden have 59 combined. That's not, that's not enjoyable to watch at all. I can't stand it. And so, I mean, if they make deep runs into the playoffs or make a deep run into the playoff uh, playoffs, yep. I certainly will be watching every single night. But man, yep. oh man, oh well, something we talked about before vacation: Heat one seed, Bulls two seed, Sixers three, Bucks four. Then you see the Celtics up there too uh, in that race. I mean, someone is isn't going to make it out of the first round. Yeah. People, someone's people going to lose their jobs. Someone's high expectations expected to make a deep run, and you're going to get bounced in the first round. It's very likely. Oh, 
I yep. can't wait. Well, that's going to be great too with the first round matchups. Yeah. Oh yeah. And, and by the way, I think I think there's like this narrative that the Bucks can just flip a switch. Can they? How many teams in history have been able I to know. flip that switch come you know playoff time? Yeah. I so, couldn't believe the Gonzaga performance. Oh, Gonzaga that was, ran right through that conference, and then St. Mary's took them out. No problem. That was a masterpiece by Randy Bennett. Mm-hmm. I mean, Gonzaga could do nothing offensively. They could never once get going. And their offensive numbers are, like, best in the country. They're amazing. They're a machine on offense yet again this year. And until Saturday night, I mean, that was – they hit a brick wall, and they could do nothing about it whatsoever. Yep. And I don't buy that team for two seconds. Who? Gonzaga. Oh, come on. They are – Oh, no. I don't trust them for a second in the tournament. Uh, In fact, I have three or four teams better than them in college basketball. Who? Kentucky on a neutral. Okay. Kentucky, Duke, and probably Arizona okay. are better than, and maybe right. more, maybe more. They got the yes no up here at Circa. And I will wait. You could lay $4. I will wait uh, until Gonzaga advances to like the Sweet 16 to see what that number is going to look like. Okay. Yeah. I will be I, I will be fading that team. And that team is, they can win it all, but I have no faith okay. in them to cut down the nets. I don't like them. They, 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 they do this every single year, Paul. Well, they were awesome last year. They just had one bad game. Well, I know they got, but Baylor was, they were phenomenal last yeah. year. Right, and, but I will tell you this: last year's team was, in my opinion, better than last year yeah. than this year's team. I don't even know if it's that close, to be honest. Well, it's a whole different animal. Uh, NBA usually get the best team that wins because the best of seven. Here, I mean, anything can happen in one game. You have a bad twenty minutes, you're going home. That's why we love the madness and anything. Yeah. And these Oral Roberts can get to the Sweet Sixteen, but I mean, that's uh, I, I, yeah. Saturday was uh, bonkers. Well, totally I, I mean, it started off early with Purdue going yeah. down to Michigan State, yeah. and. At that point, and I, in fact, later on in the day, on, in one of the night games, the broadcasters were joking. I thought that was going to be the biggest upset of the day. And then here you go, you know, eight hours later, oh, you know, seven well, other teams go down. Okay, I see your Gonzaga. Okay, uh, I'll tell you who's a phony is Auburn. You got the, the guard play, and they can't get it to the best player, the number one pick in the draft. And says other, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not buying Auburn for a second. Yeah. Uh, you could also say the same thing about Purdue because they always vomit on themselves in March as well. That's yeah, another so team. I'm not buying Purdue. I'm not buying Auburn. Who knows about Kentucky? They're mercenaries. It's a brand new team every year. No, this this year's uh, Kentucky team is awesome. Okay. Right. I don't. Uh, I don't trust Coach Cal. Well, that's that's a totally different right. story. He can't drop me. a play to save nope. his life. Nope. That's nope. another one. He can't Never. make an adjustment. But there are several great stories. Texas Tech, great awesome. story. Arizona, great story. I'm not buying UCLA either. They're in action tonight too, but they're dealing with injuries. And uh, but it, it could be a wild season. Who knows? Maybe you get a mid-major that makes a Final Four run. Who knows? Maybe something crazy like a Murray State yeah. long winning streak. You never know. Maybe it's it just uh, the Coach K thing with Duke as well. Have that angle. Yep. And they are loaded. Mm-hmm. Tons of talent. Kansas. They're very good. Okay. Um, I don't. Like, even before the games on Saturday, a bunch of people had Kansas ahead of Kentucky as a one seed, and I I don't get that at all. I mean, Kentucky went there to Kansas and beat them by 20, and it was never a game. And I, this Kentucky team, you're right, though. I mean, I've watched this team for 30 years, and I've watched Cal in, what, 12 years now as the head coach. Out of a timeout, please tell me the next time that he runs something where you're like, oh, my God, that was amazing. It doesn't happen. Mm -hmm. The other thing that would concern me about Duke the ACC sucks. Yeah. Whoa, horrible. Might be the worst of our lifetime how bad the I, ACC is. I think you're probably right. Yeah. I mean, you're talking about four or five teams getting in. That's it. Yeah. The West Coast Conference might get four teams in. I mean, look look at how this has flipped. We're looking at the uh, odds page right now for teams huh? to win their conference tournaments. The SEC is way better than the ACC. It's not even close, Paul. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
And how long ago would people have laughed at you for saying something like that? The SEC is at the top. It's outstanding, like Tennessee. But Tennessee at home, I think come March, neutral you know, court, they're going to get up, you know, lose or whatever, like probably Sweet 16 or maybe second round, that kind of a deal. Eh, maybe a little bit beyond that. But the top of the SEC is awesome. Mm-hmm. And in the ACC, it's one team, and that's pretty much it. Big 12 has depth, too. Yeah, that's very good. And Oklahoma got off to a hot start, and they've been they they they've had a bad bad go of it. And with Porter Mosher, but this is uh, that's wh- a good league too. Wh- what do you do with? And I can't believe I'm saying this, but what do you do with Wisconsin if they win out? They're probably going to be a two seed at that point. That high? You think so? If they win the Big is Ten guy, outright, is your guy going to get Player of the Year? No, that's uh, Chiboy with Kentucky. Is it He's okay? like minus two dollars now. Okay, he's going to win it. But like Wisconsin's resume is damn good. And by the way. I can't. This is another stat I can't believe. They are fourteen and one in games decided by six points or fewer. Providence, by the I, way, I was just going to say that they win every close game, double yeah. overtime, triple overtime, when, like they, and they win the Big East. What a story! More on that in a second. Yeah, sure. Eleven and one in, in those close may, oh, games. Yeah, you never know. Maybe Providence can sh- surprise people. So you're going back now and looking over the last several years. We have two of the best teams with Wisconsin being fourteen and one, Providence eleven and one. Uh, Bart Torvik, who has great numbers, right? He says it uh, qualifies it in games decided by six points or fewer or go to overtime. They're two of the best teams in like the last 15 years. Mm-hmm. Like that, that will catch up to them in March. That's not going to be sustainable. And when you're t- taking on good teams, like you're going to lose one of these close games. Like we talk about that every year going into the NFL season. This team was eight and one in one score games last year. Well, that's going to flip. Yeah. Yep. In about an hour, I'll lose my mind. I do it once a year. Uh, not, not lose my mind. But this rant, this yearly rant, I'll do coming up. But starting this fr- this Friday, it's it's it might be the best week of the sport. That that week, that championship week, wall to wall games for betters and for your fan of college basketball. And I like the little tournaments too. And we have a first ticket punch Saturday in the OVC, and then a bunch that'll go uh, Sunday. Tickets will be handed out. Yeah, and the champion. You from a betting standpoint, championship week is better than the madness. Oh, I would agree with. Oh that. yeah, there's yeah. some. You yeah. got games from nine in the morning till midnight. Yeah. What is it, like next Crazy. Wednesday and Thursday so we'll probably have like 100 games? Oh, God. Right around Bedlam. there? Bedlam, yes. I'm looking at Ken Palm's ratings right now. He has Gonzaga like five points ahead of Kentucky. Like, that, that's just not accurate. They're not, they're not that good. I forgot about Houston, too. Oh, Houston's... Uh, I, would, I don't want to play them in March. No, they've had a couple hiccups here lately. But uh, that's... Uh, Houston's going to be a tough out. Going to the Final Four last year, I wouldn't want to see him. He's a, he's a really good coach. Yeah. He, he really is. It's unfortunate they lost two of their best players early on yeah. in the season, but they're still, you know, doing this without them. And there you're looking right now at a bunch of different, uh, the, the power ratings here. Torvik and Ken Palm each have Gonzaga number one. Uh, Torvik has Houston number two. And here comes Duke now at number three. Um, and then the bracket matrix. So this website, they, they combine like the 115 people that do the bracketology to give you the average seed line. And look at how many teams are on this through like one through four. I think it's I think the number is bigger than eight that can win the national title. Yes. Like Texas Tech is a three seed right now. Yes. You'd be stunned if that team made no. the final four or yeah. won the whole thing. Concur. Right. Yep. They are awesome. Jay Bill has told us he eight. Eight. I think the number I've has heard, to be I, higher I, than eight. I, I, yes. I watch. After what happened Saturday too, yes. I've watched UConn play like three straight mm. games. And I missed them because they were 20 to 1 recently to make the Final Four. I did not make that bet. Like UConn can go on a deep run. Illinois can't go on a deep run with their talent and the big guy down low. Of course they can. I'm with you, though, on UCLA. I think they're Fugazi. Yep. 
as the whole season now is played out, I just and I know they've been without um yeah, some of their better players, but I just I I thought last year's maybe final four run was a fluke. And to have them as high as they were this year might have been a mistake. I don't like the spot tonight. They're laying double digits on the road. Uh they uh Lenardi has them a four seed. They play Monday, but Monday, Thursday, Saturday, Monday. That's the schedule with all these makeup games and games that were yep. moved earlier. That's gonna that's this is a tough spot for you. And they're off a win by fifty points, too. I don't like the spot for UCLA tonight. Okay. Very good. Yeah. I do buy Arizona. I think Arizona's very good. Yeah. Um, some other teams, Arkansas. I bet them, and I think if you shop around right now, you can find them at like 14 to 1 to make the final four. Like, look, Musselman's a really good coach. And in tournament play, he he knows how to have his guys ready. And that team is dangerous. And that might be another team where they're a little bit more effective at home and dangerous at home than like on a neutral against a really good team. But 14 to 1, when that team was a six seed as of like a week ago, and now they're yeah. crawling up. And if they make a run in the SEC tournament, it could be what a three or a four seed maybe. They're 23 and six. They have good wins. Ooh, pigs, pig suey. They got Cal. Cal was out having yeah. barbecue. He walked into a, he walked yeah. into the, that was great. I know, so, they serenaded him with the whoop big yeah. suey. I know last year we had the two best teams meet in the championship game. Who are You can't make a yeah. case for, you can't say that there are two teams that stick out from the whole field this year. Can't do it. Uh, this helps Gonzaga, though. The league is awesome this year with depth. Very rare. It's better. Yeah. Very good. That's good. I mean, you're looking at BYU with what the five or the six seats. Santa Clara is good. The Dons yep. might get in. Yeah. I will say this. You're not the only one to think this uh, John Morant for most improved is ridiculous. Oh, it's silly. That was great last year. How can he win most improved? Paul, not only that, he it's, was, it's again, be bridges. I have a major problem with this. Uh-huh. He was the number two pick taken in the draft. Yeah. You have super high expectations at that point. Guy was awesome already as of last year. So now he turns into one, one of the best players in the league. You can't give that guy most improved. What was the talking point that he won't even accept the award? It's like, I don't want that. Don't give it to me. Look at that. Look at you. Minus 650. Yep. I, look at, look oh, at it's some. It's over. I mean, come see, on. See, this is like the, the players behind him make the most sense. Bridges, for sure. Garland, 12 to 1, makes a lot of sense. I think DeJounte Murray and Simons. Look at, do me, look at Anthony Simons' numbers in Portland mm. before this year. The kid rarely played because he's behind McCollum and Lillard. He comes in this year, and now he's scoring like 20 a game. That's the definition of a player who should get most improved, not John Morant. I think Bain on his own team is a better candidate for most improved than John Morant. Cavaliers, 23-12 and 12 straight up, 23-12 and 12 ATS in the one-day-of-rest schedule scenario. Tonight qualifies. Minnesota at home. And they're not in action tonight. And this doesn't qualify, but keep this in mind for down the road. Dallas is 12 and 1 under playing a third game in 4 days. That's bonkos. And here's your other big one in that Cavaliers T-Wolves series. Minnesota's 24 and 7 over the total on the road. Average score 117.2 to 116.8. That's 77.4% so far in the season. Very good numbers. Great. And this Dallas again, I can't believe this turnaround in Dallas. They're top 5 defensively. They were horrendous under Carlisle. Yep. I mean, they're, they're buying in defensively. Complete opposite uh, of what's happened in the last couple of years in Dallas. Yep. 
By the way, I think that we are really live with our Jaron Jackson Defensive Player of the Year. We are? Tickets. You think so? Now, Gobert had three blocks yesterday. Well, it's enough with Green now. Oh, no, he's missed he's, too many games. Yeah, and I think I, I saw that he faded to like seven or eight to one finally. Uh, that's about time. It is about time. He just missed this long stretch. And who knows? I know he was at practice Saturday, but that's that's another thing, too. For, for Memphis futures and for Memphis uh, maybe to get the two seed, even if he comes back, I, there are people saying they don't know if he, Green will be close to 100% for the playoffs. Yep. And they can't make a deep run in the playoffs unless that guy's 100%. Mm-hmm. That's in my opinion. I don't think Golden State can do much in the playoffs no. unless Green's 100%. And the West is completely stacked. Yeah. Um, but Gobert had three blocks in the game yesterday. Giannis okay. is still ahead of Jaron Jackson. But uh, in the first couple of games back, Jackson had two steals and three blocks right away in the first half against the Bulls. And then yesterday, I believe, or the other day, he ended up with four blocks in the game. All right. I think I'm giving you my games mixed up. But wow. the point remains. Yeah. Guy's been awesome still. And maybe he can pull this off. And when you have a team that has... You know, their numbers defensively have been really strong. And you have a guy like John Morant on his team several weeks ago saying he's a defensive player of the year. And on this network, we made a big push for him, and he went from 500-1 to 1 to 7-1. to 1. I don't know. Maybe they'll have enough attention to where he could actually pull it off and shock the world. Mobley's like $8, $9 for rookie of the year now. That's over. That is, yes, it is. That is that's significant movement. Too. How, how many players are alive, in your opinion, to win the MVP? We got Embiid, you got Joker, you have DeRozan, eh, eh, probably Ja, too. I would say Curry, Ja. Curry, no. I don't think, I, nah, I don't think, freak. Nah. They're 500. I guess yeah. I've talked about many times on this show. They're 500 in their last 24 games. Uh, ja, DeRozan, Embiid, and Joker. I would also I, I would, say this. I, I don't think Embiid should be the favorite, though. You think DeRozan should be? Yeah. Yeah. No, no, no. Well, no, no, no. If... I'd give it to Joker. Uh, it should, Joker should be the favorite. I don't think the Bulls are going to get the one seed. But if you said shut it down right now and the Bulls are the one seed, then it has to be DeRozan. Yeah, as of right now, I think DeRozan should win the MVP. With these injuries and carrying the team and going and, for 30 every game. And he yeah. takes over in every fourth yeah. quarter. I mean, that's you're putting a number. That's value right there. Right. The thing that could hurt Joker is winning it last year and what you said earlier about you have to have a better record, team record. But they're sitting there at uh, the, with the five or the six seed. But he said supporting cast has been out. I know. Well, you could actually. I mean, that, that's not. He doesn't have a lot of talent around. Isn't him. that funny but the way it average, works? A guy's averaging 26, 14, and 8, and he's number one employer efficiency rating to be the number one PER of all time. It's funny because when I listen to people who might have a vote on this, may or may not, I guess, but they have actually, they, they will quickly bring up that Embiid has been without Simmons, uh, Simmons the entire year. But it's like an afterthought with Jokic. And they n- never never even mentioned it with yeah. the Rosen. Well, come on. I mean, Curry was a nice player, till the, and they traded him. But Harris makes a hunt like 190 million dollars. Sure. I mean, the contract's stupid, but Harris is a good player. Uh, Maxie's I very mean, good. Maxie's had a hell of a year. Yes. Yeah. I would say that, and I know it's only one game they lost yesterday, but with Paul's injury, if Booker would take over as the point and put up like crazy numbers, like 30 and 10 every game, and they win 65 games? Nah, they're gonna, they're not, that's not happening. They've already had a couple of losses without. They're going to miss Paul dearly. They're going to continue to I, lose games. We, we saw it yesterday. They missed him in the clutch. Yeah. And they've been the best team in the clutch all year long, and he's been phenomenal. But also, Utah couldn't miss. Yeah. The, the, the banked in three from Mitchell. It's like, okay, it's their yeah. day. I mean, everything they put up was going in. Oh, I thought we were live with those Denver tickets to win the division. And then Utah wins 8-10. I know. Damn. 
They've got their act together since uh, they've been healthy and Mitchell's come back. Well, the reason why we should be so live is because not only are the Nuggets red hot right now, but they're getting Porter back at some point, Murray back at some point. Yeah. I mean, could that be? Could that team be live to win the Western Conference? Because you know night in and night out, like Joker's going to be the best player on the court or the second best player on the court regardless of who they play. And this, I do this once a year because it infuriates me to no end. It's ridiculous and it's common sense. And people say it's a money grab, and it's not. It's the opposite. It is sheer stupidity. Conference tournaments start tomorrow. The first bid goes out Saturday in the Ohio Valley. In the Ohio Valley League this year, Murray State went 18-0. They won every conference game. In the Summit League, the Jackrabbits of South Dakota State went 18-0, won every conference game, and won their league by five games. In the American East, Vermont is 16-1 and and have a six-game lead. Why don't you put the... Sorry, guys. Not good enough. We just did this for three months. You won every league game, or like Vermont, won almost every league game and ran away with it. Sorry, not good enough. Go win two or three more games just so we can get our stupid championship game on ESPN. People say it's a money grab, right? They only get like four hundred, five hundred thousand dollars for that. Mm-hmm. My comeback is: Why in the world wouldn't you showcase your league and put your best team from your conference in? Because you can make millions, millions of dollars if you have a Sweet Sixteen or an Elite Eight run. And we just saw Oral Roberts as a 15 seed go to the Sweet Sixteen. It happens every year. It's stupid. I don't know why they won't do the automatic bid for these small leagues or at least put a caveat in there. If you run the table or win your league by four, five, six games, bam, you automatically get the tournament bid and you don't have to go out and play your stupid conference tournament and have to win. We know who the best team is. Of course we do. We don't want to see a team under 500 get in or a seven or eight seed shock the world and get hot. You did this for three months. You have 18 and 0, 18 and 0, and 16 and 1. They should represent your conference well in said. the tournament. Well it's said. stupid. So, a couple of things that you just said there, right? Teams make deep runs every single year in March Madness. This is not, right? This is why it's called the Madness. This is why people love it. This is why I don't get why people don't want more teams in the college football playoff, right? And maybe it'll never happen there, but let's, let's see it actually happen on the field. But also, like seven or eight seeds always shock the world. Yes. And it's like, hey, they were 3-15 and 15 in conference play this year. Look what just happened. And now the best team in that league is going to be going home. They're not going to be dancing at all in March. And when you can make a run to the Sweet 16 or the Elite 8, or like it's happened plenty of times in the past, the Final Four, you're telling me that's yeah. not better than having a conference tournament? Right, right. Now, now Murray State is, our, is, is in regardless. They're getting that large if they lose, stub their toe. But South Dakota State and Vermont, no shot. That's stupid. That's it. You, you won't get an at-large bid. No. If they happen to lose, anyone can come out and have a bad game and play a bad 40 minutes. And, or it's, It happens. Or kids, they get squeaky bum time, whatever. Mm-hmm. What's on the line? Missing threes. It, it is asinine. It is absolutely asinine that they do this. You just you, you turn your season into a three-game season. Right. You played two it's, months. It's irrelevant. Right. It, it, absolutely it is. It's been established who, in, in a lot of these cases, by far and away the best team is in that conference. Yeah. And then go out there over the weekend and play three more games to prove it one more time. Vermont just played three months just for seeding. That's And sick. to get the championship game at home. And they have an off day. Floor. And then pe- people yeah. who are against this will say, oh, but then they don't deserve to get in. Yeah. Go away. Go away. Oh, um, sickening. Yeah. 
There's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with Call She. Maybe you have a thought on TikTok. Will Congress ban it or won't they? Will Taylor Swift's album be album of the year? What about Biden's approval rating or inflation? And a whole lot more. You can trade futures on all of that and make money if you're correct. $20 bonus if you go to callshe.com slash follow the money spelled K-A-L-S-H-I and deposit $50. There is no guarantee of performance and an investor could lose their entire investment, including fees iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at callshe.com. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed... Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts, if you dare.